0: This is HPR episode 1704 entitled Introducing Jeffrey Powers Akagikazine. It is hosted by Daya and is about 26 minutes long. The summary is Jeffrey Powers Talks Azines and His Other Tech Sites. This episode of HPR is brought to you by AnHonestHost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15.
1: to do a follow-up on my introduction to the netizen empowerment federation specifically i was asked to talk a bit more about the goals of sportazine.com and how it fits into the free culture movement i thought the best way to talk about what sportazine is and where we're headed was to bring in my sportazine.com co-founder jeffrey powers how are you doing today jeffrey
2: i'm doing great how about yourself
1: I'm doing well. So before we get into this little interview, I just want to very briefly say that the sports industry is a huge industry. So May 2011 estimate puts it at somewhere between 35 and 400, or not 35, 350, extra zero, um, and 450 billion pounds. So that was at the time 480 to $620 billion. And we'll have a link for that information in the show notes. That was the most recent I could find. So it's probably gone up. So whatever you think about sports, it's foolish to ignore it as an industry. And if you want to change things in the sports industry, either because you love sports and you don't think things are run well or because you just don't like sports and you wish they would go away, uh, you're not going to convince anybody by shouting at them. And I don't think you're going to convince anybody by, you know, quietly being condescending that people like sports. So um, that's why I think that it's important that there be a free culture presence um, in sports, you know, nobody else is doing it So that's why we decided to take up the mantle and do that Now, it didn't start out that way
2: No
1: um, You know, it just started out, I wanted to get into sports journalism And then, you know, things went from one thing to another And that's sort of where, where we led um, I guess, before we get into some of the more personal questions Since I, I brought up that things have sort of changed in Sportazine um, How has things changed from your initial... Um, vision of what Sportazine was and how it would fit into your projects.
2: Uh, well, I started uh, back in 2007, I started a website called Geekazine, which is um, geek and tech culture. I was an IT administrator uh, getting out of the game and, and getting into more into podcasting. And uh, my envisionment was to actually have uh, more of a uh, network of, of websites using the azine line. Uh so we have uh geekazine, we have dorkazine, sportazine of course. Uh dorkazine's kind of like uh silly little bits and pieces. My brother my brother first uh uh suggested that I put it together and so it's it's kind of his website. And then sportazine, I think uh I think you were the one Doug, that that kind of suggested it. And then That's uh, right. and then we just uh we just put it together. And then you kind of ran with it from there. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I also have some other uzines like Wikazine, which is my uh, all-encompassing uh, wiki for the whole site. And then a couple other uzines uh, that have kind of sat in the dark uh, with some other websites that I have that don't follow that same uh, pattern. But the, the whole idea is, is to get it back on track and have the Uzzine, uh network back online.
1: So... All of the ones that you're talking about, both the Azines and the otherwise, they're both they're all under the, the JMP banner. That's correct?
2: Yeah, JMP Enterprise.
1: Yeah. So what are some of the ones that aren't in the Azine network, just so people can get a feel for what you have going on?
2: Well, we have a day t- mostly podcasting stuff. So Day in Tech History, which is a full rundown of tech history. Um, I did have iPad 365, which was a podcast about iPad apps. But that since has closed uh, i closed it six months ago I'm going to be rebranding it as app wild um, and that hasn't come out yet and then of course, wearable today, which is a weekly show that myself and another person, Luke Wallace from down in dallas uh do we talk about wearable uh wearable technology plus uh, a few others that you know uh, st- uh still working on
1: so ipad three sixty is still in your um, signature for your email.
2: iPad 365. Yes.
1: Yeah, you should. Yeah, 365, 360, and 365 both work though. So.
2: Yeah. <laughs> as far as names.
1: <laughs> um. So, I I thought this would be interesting. We got you know it's mostly a tech focused um radio station here on HBR. So I thought people might be interested in just the type of tech history that you do. So I don't know if you've done. The stuff for the 16th yet I don't know when it comes out. Um, but just to give people a piece, if it's not today, like yesterday's, it's going to come out in a couple of weeks. This show, so it won't be current. But just to give them a piece of the type of history, to do what was the thing for um, yesterday or today, well, or even tomorrow if you want to get. Well, that, so, uh,
2: that that's the cool thing about it is I just started uh, with uh, Day in Tech History. We have an archive over at Day Tech History com forward slash Day in Tech History Archives, um, and so you basically. You go into the archive, you can see what happened on each and every day. So if we went, uh, let's say, two weeks in advance, uh, that would be the, I'd say about, what, the 27th? Um, Or actually, well, yeah, on January 27th, the Magnavox Odyssey, the production began. So uh that that's one of the things that happened on uh around that time. So uh you can I have a full archive. I'm doing it a little bit different this year. Every year basically what I would do is I would uh I would close out the post and then I'd create a new pro- post, but this year what I'm doing is I'm actually creating a second year's worth of posts because I find that a lot of people link to them and then those links stick around for about 2 years and then disappear so uh it, it'll it'll double the amount of content that's on my website there'll be two like for instance january 16th there's two january 16th and then it'll be able to back go back and forth and each year i add a little bit more to it uh cleaning it up and making it uh more special
1: and how much depth do you go into that is it like a minute 10 minutes
2: oh it's 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 a full rundown so it's basically um i talk about uh what what happened just a. Uh, uh, rundown. Uh, if you go to wikizine to the Day in Tech History project, I just read right from there. So it'll, it'll say like nineteen oh seven, this happened. Nineteen twenty three, this happened. Nineteen ninety one, this happened. Just like that. So you, you'll get you'll get everything that that I've found that happened on that day in technology history.
1: Very cool. So we've got a lot of developers and just general technologists that listen to HPR some of them might be interested in coming on your shows for interviews. Do you do interviews for any of your sh- sites?
2: Oh yeah. Well, uh, for wearable today, we do interviews and, and I'm working on an actual, another show that would do interviews. I haven't figured out what I would do for app wild just yet. It is definitely going to be in a different format. Um, I'm also working uh and, and most of this is video day in tech history is the only exception, which is an all audio format. But, um, uh most of it is video um and I'm working on getting some new video production gear in so I can uh, uh better stronger faster type stuff.
1: And so is the app wild is that still going to be iOS focused or is that going to Oh gonna be no apps no as well?
2: no we're it's it's that's that's the best part about it is apps happen everywhere i mean uh google well now the extinct google glass had apps um uh, ios has apps android has apps your your tv has apps your your set top box like roku or uh or 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 Amazon TV, those have apps. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if your if your refrigerator, your your dresser drawers, your washer dryer will eventually have apps. And that's what we'll cover with App Wild.
1: So if you'll indulge me just a second, I had not heard that Google Glass is extinct. Did they just rename it or what is it, oh no they're just not doing it um
2: they' they're they're retiring and, and this is something we talked about on wearable today they they basically back in june they uh they introduced android uh, os uh, or android wear excuse me or, uh, okay. yeah android wear uh for the watches and stuff like that and Google ran on uh Google x operating system and and we kept talking about it 's like they 're not going to keep. Uh, operating system for one thing they're going to try and switch it over so uh, yesterday they made the announcement that they're closing out google glass and ivy ross who they hired about six months ago will be heading up a team for the next iteration which we're calling right now android wear glass um so it's 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 not that they're headgear is going away it's that they're recouping or they're they're re uh, reorganizing and they're going to come out with another piece of headgear that's going to probably look more like glasses and uh and have a lot more functionality and of course hook up with the uh, using the android wear so your watch your phone and your and your headgear will all work as one
1: so that, that'll be ironic that it'll look more like glasses after they've wiped the glass name away from the project. But. Well, it'll
2: still it'll probably uh, – we're, we're thinking it's going to be like Android Wear Glass, but it's not going to be Google Glass.
1: Right. Yeah, because then I guess other manufacturers could use the Android Wear, you know, Samsung, et cetera. Yes.
2: So. Yeah, just like, just like the Android operating system, uh, phones use uh, – Samsung and them use the Android operating system. They just reflavor it to their – Designs. They'll do the same thing with whatever headgear they make.
1: Very cool. Um, so let's get back on track. Okay, that's I mean, my totally my fault, that I was curious, and uh, since it is a, <laughs> a tech show, I figured people would be interested, um, even if it is going to come out two weeks late. So uh, as far as the news cycle comes, so we were talking about interviewees or interviews. How do you vet interviewees? You know, like do you, do they need like a certain amount of Twitter followers, just so people don't, you know, you don't get flooded with like a thousand people that want to be on your shows.
2: If I got flooded with a thousand people, then I, then I, then I'd put together these protocols. But uh, so far, anybody that calls up and says, Hey, I want to be on the show. Um, there, there, yeah, there has to be some sort of uh validation. A couple of years ago, I did a show called The OTT, which was uh, over the top television talking about set top boxes. I had uh, my co host was a guy from uh, I th- yeah, he was in Florida and he had he had no real credentials, he just wanted to be on the show. It's like, okay. Let's do the show, and then, then there we go. Um, depending on the show, I mean, it's wearable today. Of course, you gotta, you got to show that you have some wearable knowledge, um, but uh, if you want to just get on the show and just say, yeah, that's cool, uh, I don't have a problem with that. Um, but, of course, as we, as we grow and if we get more people, then I'll start thinking about stuff like that.
1: Cool. So if somebody did want to do that, what would be the best way to get in touch with you? Would it be email, Twitter?
2: Uh geek-izing. Think magazine, put in a geek, you've got geekazine. Think uh, magazine, put in sport, you've got sportazine. But uh, yeah, geekazine at gmail.com. Twitter handles geekazine. Um, you, I'm on uh, facebook.com forward slash geekazine. Uh, Plus.google.com forward slash plus geekazine um, or plus Jeffrey Powers. Uh, that would work too.
1: Cool. So – we're gonna move into a little bit more of some sports questions here. We got like the first intro into the sports section is should I get
2: my should I get my sports voice going on?
1: Um, yeah, if you want to, like a big announcer okay. sports. And
2: uh, now we move to the sports.
1: How's that? <laughs> that was that was wonderful. Thank you. Um, so, where are we speaking to you from today? I mean, I know this answer, but
2: you are in beautiful Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs>
1: Oh, I think people are going to either love it or hate it if you do that for all these questions.
2: <laughs> I will try. Video killed the radio star. OK, that's enough.
1: So uh, what are your favorite sports to either watch or play? And I guess you can say which ones.
2: Uh, my favorite sports are, uh, well, football. I, I, of course, I'm a Packer and a Badger fan, which, uh, of course, this Sunday, we, I, it's a love-hate relationship because the Packers are playing the Seahawks. Packers, of course, from Green Bay and Seattle having Russell Wilson, who was a Wisconsin Badger and is the offensive coach, which is uh, Daryl Bevel, which I actually went to school with at the University of Wisconsin. So it's uh, I have I'm a hometown sports fan um, and mostly in the football related field, Uh, football, hockey, uh, professional wrestling. That's pretty much it.
1: That's one that we haven't done on the site is professional wrestling. Although we did have some MMA content for a while,
2: but that's not professional. Those are two different things. So
1: right, exactly. So, so gotta ask about the Packers. Okay, what do I mean? They could be out. I'm not sure when the Super Bowl is. What what the date is? I know there's a week off, so I guess it's February 1st this year would be my guess. So probably the Super Bowl will have already happened, so people will be able to see if you're a psychic or not. How far do you think the Packers are
2: gonna go? <laughs> I think that uh well uh, the Seahawks are really good, and of course they they blew the Packers away first week uh Packers have changed their uh changed their uh what they did from the first week. I mean we have uh on defense we have um uh and names escaping me right now. Um, how they've been switching them back and forth uh, between uh, outside linebacker and inside linebacker. Um, and uh, it, I think that we've got a, a different team. We still have Aaron Rodgers, who has the uh, bad left leg, so that'll definitely play a factor. But w- in watching the game against the Cowboys, um, it, it really showed that he was uh, that Aaron Rodgers was very versatile and he could still get the ball out. Um, it wished it would have been a higher scoring game than what it was, but it was that's what it was. And so I I think we're going to have a really great game this sunday and yeah of course i'm going to say the packers are going to go to the super bowl again And i'm going to say the packers are going to win the super bowl
1: i have to say too for people that don't follow the nfl both the packers and the seahawks are 13 and 4 so it's not like i mean even though seahawks are favorite if for nothing else because it's in seattle yeah it should be a good game so
2: yeah so and then of course phoenix being where the super bowl is so um it it really it really depends on what happens in the next uh at this game so it's going to be a great game a lot of people are going to watch it and uh it's going to have going to have a lot of fun
1: nice so one thing that sort of crosses over between sports and some of the tech stuff is video games and not just sports video games so Mm -hmm. when Players come from other countries for big uh, video game tournaments. They actually get a- athletic visas in the U.S. So if there's a big StarCraft tournament, they're gonna they're gonna be treated as athletes by the U.S. government for visa okay. purposes. Um, and ESPN has started getting in the game and airing video game tournaments. Not you know EA Sports, you know, or Madden or any of those sorts of things. Video game, tournaments. just like regular old video games, have started doing that. So it's becoming more competition based. But I just wondered if any of the tech stuff that you do, how much they cover video games. If people are really into video games, surely that has to come up on like day in tech history.
2: Oh yeah, uh, definitely. There's a lot of uh, video game uh, tech history, but I had, to, I had to, I had to kind of put a line. And a lot of the video games were things where like uh this video game came out, this video game came out it got acquired, so I decided to do it just like movies if if the video game had an impact of some sort, then it's part of the day in tech history uh just like with a movie uh if you'll you'll see movies like metropolis, you'll see movies like weird science these are these are all cult classics that uh that you'll probably show your kids and, and remember the day that you, you saw it in the theaters. That's the stuff that'll be in Day in Tech history. Uh, Ultima, the Ultima series, uh, I, I grew up on those games. So, I'm you know, those are definitely in the Day in Tech history because they have an impact on me. Um, World of Warcraft and stuff like that, important dates and go from there. Um, as for gaming, you know, uh, I'm not as much of a gamer. So I'm I don't follow that realm as much as a lot of people want me to. I know uh like for instance uh next month uh the Comic Con, Madison Comic Con which is the first time that they're doing this. Um they're going around to multiple cities and doing a Comic Con and, and ours is going to be uh the first week of February. And I I I'm, I'm debating whether I'm going to get tickets or not. I mean it's nice and and i know i'll get some traction if i go to these uh these conventions and report on the the cosplay and report on the gaming but on the other hand does it really follow what geekazine is or what i want geekazine to be about uh it could also work with dorkazine so and that's why i have this multi-layered website but uh that's that's where i kind of stand on gaming and stuff like that yes and 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 i've seen it as a sport multiple times in fact I remember uh, back in the late '80s, early '90s. I remember a game show where people were pitted up against uh, um, uh, playing a uh, Mario Brothers game or something like that, or a pinball machine or or something like that. And then, of course, the winner got like a few thousand dollars or whatever uh, the uh, the prize was. And that was so uh, that was interesting. But but in today's gaming. I could definitely see uh, game show, TVs, uh shows, and stuff like that.
1: Cool, cool. So this is kind of a one-off question, but we talked about sports and we talked about tech you're also into music and you had at least a band last i heard you had a band so still uh, you're still in the band what's the name of the band where can people check out your music
2: band is uh called trailer kings over at trailerkings.com, um and uh, we're actually playing the we're playing uh the next few saturdays uh lots of lots of great music we're we're a cover band and we we call ourselves garage rock experts <clears throat> and if you're not sure what that is basically garage rock is when you when you're in a band in a garage you're like yeah let's play this song oh that's great let's play this song oh that's great um and then it's just kind of having fun drinking beers playing songs that you know um and of course we've got uh we've got years and years of experience uh of musicians that know how to play our in, the, the our instruments and uh and have a lot of fun with the songs. We don't have set lists, so you could walk up and you could suggest a song. And of course, if it's Justin Bieber, we'll laugh you off the stage. If it's not uh, if it's something that we we can play, we will ch- we will play it. And we have a lot of fun doing that and we get a lot of our crowd really organize, our uh, our crowd really uh into what we do because you know, we've got we're we're just like the uh dueling pianos of bands because uh you know you can choose from a list or we can just play what we play
1: cool and do you guys just play in madison or in wisconsin or
2: uh we've played we we've, we've gone uh, our farthest gig was actually in grand rapids michigan which is farther than you think because there's a lake in between right, you. Right. so you have to you have to drive around the lake so we're not opposed to playing outside of wisconsin it's uh happened few and far between in fact i just realized the uh the people that got married that we played for them in grand rapids michigan his brother is getting married and we're actually playing their gig in uh i think it's in september or something like that nice nice so
1: so yeah i once looked into going to detroit for a game from madison when i lived in madison yeah and you know you wouldn't think it would take that long to get there but you know, you have to go all the way around south to get, to, you know, around Lake Michigan and stuff. We actually, a friend and I, we looked at using the ferry across yeah. Lake Michigan, but it's, it's kind expensive. of expensive. Yeah. so yeah.
2: Especially um, if you bring, well, if you, if you bring yourselves, it's not that bad. But if you, if you take a car, right. that's, that's where the, that's where the cost comes in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Jeff, I'm sure we could talk forever, but <laughs> was there anything else that we, that I'm missed in asking you questions that you want to tell the good people of HPR?
2: Well, the basic thing is uh, that, you know, uh, Geekazine, I go around, I I do a lot of video, I do a lot of audio. I was just at the Consumer Electronics Show, and then I hopped a plane back here, and then I hopped a plane, speaking of Detroit, I I hopped a plane to Detroit to cover the North American International Car Show. Uh, I'll be out there at South by Southwest. I'll be out there at uh, National Association of Broadcasters um, is my future schedule. Um, After that, uh, no plans just yet. I also do a lot of, uh, independent video stuff, stuff that I create video for, but you'll never see my name on it. It's, it's for other companies. So, uh, I do a lot of one-on-one videos, so you could you, I I couldn't tell you where to check them out because they're clients and, and that would, that works. So, (laughs) but the bottom line is that, uh, uh, I'm out there in the space, uh, on social media, uh, as a podcaster, I, uh, I do some podcast coaching, and I have a group on Google Plus called the Podcasters Community where people uh, talk about podcasting. Um, other than that, I'm I'm talking with social media people all the time, so you can check me out over at Geekazine, um, geekazine.com.
1: Fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us today on HPR, Jeff.
2: All right. Thanks a lot, Doug.